Hello, dear friends and colleagues. In this episode of CardioCast, we are addressing ISR, instant restenosis. In this episode, our new colleague, Dr. Mohammad Farahani, worked with us, and we are very pleased to have him with us. So, ISR is the atlas hill of the interventional procedures for coronary artery disease. ISR is characterized by significant reduction in luminal diameter within the stented segment after a successful PCI and remains the most common cause of stent failure. While the relative incidence of ISR is reduced with using the new generation dry-glotting stents comparing bare metal stents era, treatment of ISR still remains very high and in some reports in US up to 10% and the European series up to 5% of procedures are related to ISR. The definition of ISR according to angiography is more than 50% loss of luminal diameter in the stented segment or in the edge of the stents that means 5 mm proximal or distal to a stent but when we are using the IVI or intravascular imaging more than 75% reduction in correction sectional area uh, or in autopsy stories also the more than 75% re-narrowing of the reference vessel uh, considered as ISR. ISR could be clinical that means there are signs or symptoms of ischemia but there are a lot of silent restenosis. The rate of clinical restenosis are consequently lower than the overall rate of the ISR. Similarly to de novo coronary artery disease, a PCI or ISR may be indicated in patients presenting with either acute coronary syndrome or chronic coronary syndrome. There are a classification according to uh, four types and uh, Dr. Mehran uh, recommended this. The type 1 is focal, type 2 diffuse within a stent, type 3 diffuse within and beyond the stent and type 4 uh, total occlusion of the vessel. And we learn from all autopsy and also imaging studies that the mechanism of ISR mostly are stent under sizing or under expansion. But the vessel calcification and stent fracture and geographical mismatch are contributing to this process. When we are thinking about the factors that are important in the ISR, there are three categories of the factors. Extra stent factors means vessel calcification or multiple layers of stent in recurrent ISR. Stent related factors, stent undersizing or stent fracture or stent under expansion and intra-stent fractures like excessive tissue proliferation within the stent are contributing to ISR. And two major pathology defined in ISR neurointimal hyperplasia, accumulation of smooth muscle cells and extracellular matrix in intima, and the second is neoatherosclerosis, characterized by accumulation of lipid-laden foamy macrophage with or without necrotic core formation with and without calcification within the neointima. And according to this, as we learned from previous study, mostly in BMS-ISR, we are confronting with the neoantimal hyperplasia and in drug eluting ISR, we mostly see the neoatherosclerotic pathology. 
according to OCT and the new data from the IVOS, we know that the pattern of restenosis in bare metal stents mostly are diffuse pattern, but in the DES mostly focal. And about the characteristic of the plaques in DES mostly is layered or heterogeneous, but in the uh, bare metal stent homogeneous and high signal. We will discuss in detail later in this discussion about the pathology and how we decide according to pathology and going for further treatment of the patients. Clinical presentation of ISR is slowly progressive mostly, but sometimes there are uh, acute punctuation and acute coronary syndrome is the presenting symptom. Using all modalities for the uh, spontaneous myocardial infarction and using a high trope level for the defining of the MI uh, because the neuroatherosclerosis process that the most likely mechanism in DES ISR is the um, the consequences uh, could be acute plague rupture and stent thrombosis and this group of mace could be in higher risk category we are using uh, OCT IVUS and also stent enhancement techniques in cath lab stent enhancement techniques are very popular and available stent boost clear stent according to which type of machine that you are using uh, are available in most cath labs right now and we can use these modalities for detection of inadequate stent expansion demonstrating better correlation for the stent expansion by IVUS and also uh, measuring quantitatively these techniques of stent enhancement are very useful in recognizing stent fracture and stent under expansion right now use of intravascular imaging according to guidelines class 2a level of evidence b there are no rct supporting the differential treatment of isr based on intravascular imaging in fact there is a paucity of data on long-term outcomes but this is highly recommended because it can change our strategy as i mentioned before heterogeneous isr on oct ds is something that is showed and is correlated with the autopsy findings and uh, when we are going to pick one of these modalities of using dracotic balloon or uh, using another DES it uh, is our scientific conclusion that the drug loading stance is superior uh, compared to drug coated balloon in heterogeneous ISR upcoming ISR desire 5 trial is the factorial design randomization patient with homogeneous and heterogeneous ISR for the pattern on OCT to define which would be the best strategy for treating these patients. We know that OCT is a very, very useful imaging and very high spatial resolution, but low penetration, and we can define neuroantimal tissue characterization and identification of neuroatherosclerosis but the limitations using of contrast media to clearing the blood and also may be difficult in the tight lesions or osteal lesions and there is some theoretical disadvantage for proarrhythmic or increasing the likelihood of acute kidney injury cin uh, during this process but they are very very rare and we know that the using of oct and uh, planning according to that may be 
very useful and uh, leading us to better therapeutic decision. The disadvantage of OCT is that the low penetration of OCT will not allow us to determine very clearly the external elastic lamina and the definite size of the vessel. And in this regard, we know that IVUS is the better modality. You can use IVUS to measure EEL better and delineate that and for uh, checking and reaching to the conclusion for the under expansion and using also a virtual histology IVUS may be more useful, but this is not as popular as the routine IVUS. There are also some questions that can we use the FFR or IFR for a decision to treat or not treat a lesion with ISR, the cut point, there are not uh, randomized trial for that and the published trial showed that the cut point would be the same as the native coronary artery and we can use according to that. The most important issue in treating the ISR is that suboptimal treatment of ISR can result in a vicious cycle in which the risk of recurrent ISR meaning the third time is increased and subsequent management would be more and more challenging. I have to say that the sandwich strategy and the onion skin phenomenon is explained for this using of the multi-layer of stents. Look, uh, we are going to discuss more about the treatment modalities after this initial explanation about the mechanism and diagnosis. There are two major options, DES implantation or using drug-coated balloon. Uh, we know that the drug eluting stents is the most effective treatment for ISR. Head-to-head -head trials demonstrated superiority of DES compared to several other therapeutic options like brachytherapy or paclitaxel drug-coated balloon. But we have to emphasize that the lesion preparation prior to implantation of a new DES is the most important thing with particular care taken to tackle any under-expansion of the original stents. There is a question of using another type of drug loading stent instead of the same type because there is some concern about the resistance to antiproliferative agent. This hypothesized our ISR desire two trial, but in that trial, that was a randomized trial on topping of using heterodes instead of homodes, did not show any benefit of that. RIPS3 study suggested that heterodes may provide superior outcomes but this study was not randomized. Meta-analysis has suggested that there may be a benefit in heterodes strategy, but this includes the results from several observational studies limiting the validity of that finding. So, right now, if we are using drug-eluting stent strategy, we can say that when the first stent was the Lemus family, it doesn't look that the a paclitaxel family would work better than another limus family. But if we used a paclitaxel family uh, using heterodes, maybe helpful. The next topic is the drug-coated balloon. That drug-coated balloons, we know that a standard angioplasty balloon with the matrix coating with the surface of the drug, that the lipophilic active drug and the spacer or excipient uh, increasing the solubility of active drug and facilitate the transfer of that to the vessel wall 
and uh, they are providing anti-proliferative therapy without another layer of metallic scaffold and we know that the another layer of stent and metal is undesirable and that also very contributing to ISR because that is maladaptive and maldeployment of a stent and also there is a higher risk of bleeding when we are using another stent the drug coated balloon right now in the market are the paclitaxel coated balloon and demonstrated superiority of drug coated balloon when uh, we compare the result with the bare metal re-stenting and also with the brachytropy there is some concern after the meta analysis in 2018 regarding the excess mortality associated with the paclitaxel coated balloon in peripheral uh, vascular disease but several subsequent studies have questioned these findings in the peripheral vascular and importantly in setting of coronary artery disease the use of paclitaxel drug coated balloons has never been linked with safety issues or excess mortality the atlas hill of treating restenosis with drug coating balloon is lesion preparation as when we are going to deploy another des here for the watermelon effect and the geographical miss we need a proper tool cutting or scoring balloons are very very useful in proper delivery of drug coated balloon and also new stent also there is some scoring or cutting dcb balloons but using sequentially of these two devices uh, is more effective than using that one by itself overall we know that des implantation provides better acute and geographic results than dcb treatment including increase in the mld and reduction in the residual stenosis in most head-to-head -head rcts this superior acute angiographic result with DES as compared with DCB treatment are maintained at longer term follow-up and Daedalus study in 2000 patients demonstrated that DES reduced subsequent TLR during three year follow-up. There are a list, a long list of the adjunctive therapeutic modalities that I'm just mentioning the name of them. Balloon angioplasty has no role except using for the lesion preparation and using of ultra high pressure non-compliant balloons in under expansion and we know that uh, for optimization after the stent implantation we can use that cutting and scoring balloon are very useful for preparation of the lesions and the uh, using of intravascular brachytherapy is historical before the era of drug adapting stents but right now we can use that in recurrent isr maybe have a role there uh, using of uh, Excimer laser coronary for recurrent ISR in the setting of severe calcification may be useful and as a bailout strategy use of rotational atherectomy in artist trial reported inferior results but that was not a very well designed study but the use of rotational atherectomy should be considered in high risk procedures when there are multiple layers of stents but you have uh, considered that stent ablation or rotastenting may be a modality as a bailout but the bare entrapment and vessel perforation are the adverse events that 
we can see after using of rotational atherectomy. IVL or intravascular ultrasound or lithotripsy is a new modality using a non-dilatable lesion for the de novo coronary artery disease. The safe results we will receive this information and undilatable ISO resistant conventional strategy may be an indication for using intravascular lithotripsy and we know that the lithotripsy is less dependent to operator and is safer than other debulking modalities. In the time that the bioreservable vascular scaffold was in market, there are some interest in using those, but you know that right now the polymeric BVS are no longer commercially available. The using of magnesium-based bioreservable vascular scaffold may have some role in ISR, but we have no conclusion right now. Ribs seven study prospective registered treatment of patient B BVS ISR and we know that the similar clinical outcome in patient of restenotic of metallic stent we use another stent in that situation coronary artery bypass grafting is the last possibility in the ISR of left main recalcitrant ISR in a major vessel associated multi-vessel disease or uh, ISR located in ostium of LAD adjunct of medical therapy using of serolimus oral serolimus have no role right now because of the side effect and no significant effect of the course of this disease. And for the recurrent, for the third time of the ISR, we can use another DES and also we can use drug coated balloon instead of that. And we mentioned previously that brachytherapy also may be useful in this category of patient and we need to treat the recurrent ISR as a under-expanded stent procedure and we need a lot of expertise to confront this process. For the leftment ISR, we know that we can use, uh, according to the failed study, another stent and retrospective analysis showed that the DES is better than drug-coated volume, but the cabbage is the better uh, modality in this setting in all severe calcified and stent under expansion we can use debulking methods and also for the cto isr of cto we have to use more imaging to be sure that we are doing intralumen and intra stent and we treat that for the stent fractures all the time we put another stent and we can use that as the bailout there and for the total uh, reaching to a conclusion we are going to use imaging for better definition and better decision making when we are facing the bare stent ISR that are is a very rare uh, process right now we can use drug coated balloon or drug loading stents but for all other types of restenosis the drug loading stents is the best choice right now and the lesion preparation is the prerequisite for putting and implanting another stent. Routine control angiography is not recommended right now, but we can use that. And clinical follow-up is appropriate for these patients. Using long-term DAPT is recommended for two years in the Prodigy trial that showed that long-term DAPT is more efficient than uh, abbreviated DAPT in this high-risk group of the patient. I hope uh, you enjoyed this episode of ISR 
and uh, according to all data right now in this situation despite the recent uh, advances in the PCI ISR remains a significant issue and most common cause of stent failure with use of new generation DES the relative risk of the ISR is very very much lower than the bare metal era and the current evidence suggests that DES or DCB are the optimal treatment modalities for the majority of the patients and the intravascular imaging can provide useful information to guide our treatment decision in this high risk group of the patients and the, the interventional paradigm may be guided by intravascular imaging tissue ISR tissue pattern that is coming in the next aesthetic. Thank you very much for your listening and hope to be your host in next episode.